Hello there and welcome into another edition of The Intersection with conversation highlights from the Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics, including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. Included in this edition of The Intersection are highlights from the Winter 2023 Christian Product Expo in Columbus, Georgia. But first, I had the chance to catch up with actor Karen Abercrombie recently. She played the classic role of Miss Clara in the film War Room and has a new romantic comedy in which she has played a significant part on and off screen. Material from that conversation is ahead. Also, Crystal Bowman has written scores of children's books and spoke with me recently about two of her most recent releases, including one that deals with children's responses to loved ones with memory issues and another that can inspire young girls to follow God's plan. Some of her comments about the latter book are coming up. And on this edition of the Intersection Podcast, it's back to Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Winter 2023 Christian Product Expo in Columbus, Georgia. With comments from Lee McKenzie, she has experienced trauma in her life, but has learned from the Lord about ways in which she can release his power in order to be an overcomer and an authentic believer. Finally, it's more content from the CPE event in Columbus with Greg Eby of the Ministry Firm Foundation, offering a look at how walking by faith in Jesus Christ, or as he calls it, faithing, can empower Christians to fight their inward battles as well as to engage with external enemies. This is the intersection of production of The Meeting House. I'm Bob Crittenden. Karen Abercrombie is executive producer, co-writer, and one of the lead actors in a romantic comedy film entitled Heaven Sent. In a recent Meeting House conversation, she shared about the plot and the concept of the film. From that conversation, here now is Karen Abercrombie. Well, after I had um, written and executive produced Discarded Things, I submitted it to PureFlix and then got a bit of a, rep, uh, a relationship with them. And then, you know, they had mentioned, you know, if you have anything else you might want us to see or you'd like to share with us or something else you're going to be working on, let us know. And I did that. And uh, they love the story. It, it's fun. It's light. And it's hopeful. And we're actually dealing with a lot of things that uh, older people are dealing with right now, and I would just say this much without uh, saying a whole lot, um, you know, raising your grandchildren. Hmm. For men- many reasons, there are a lot of grandparents raising their grandchildren, you know. So uh, that's part of it, but it is funny, and it is charming, and it is hopeful. You know, mm. so, yeah, we. Karen Abercrombie is joining us today here on the Meeting House on Faith Radio. Actor, co-writer and executive producer of the film Heaven Sent. And as I mentioned earlier, this is actually a it's described as a romantic comedy. You play a character named Elise. If you would please mm-hmm. set up the the different characters here just a kind of an entry level description if you would okay we have elise the the role that i'm playing i uh an older woman and um for reasons you, you will find out as you watch <laughs> the film i am raising my 
grandson who is now a teenager. I put everything else in my life on hold, all of my dreams, and I just jumped right in and started to uh, take care of my grandson, raised him from birth. And then uh, my best friend, Pam, who uh, used, we used to be very close. We still are. But things have changed. You know, we used to be in a band together. And Charlene Tilton from Dallas is playing my best friend. She is amazing in this film and funny as all get out. <laughs> so we've got our thing. And then, um, yeah, then I crossed paths with a widowed pastor. And uh, things start to happen, you know, like fireworks go off a little bit. And so uh, I'm, I'm like a teenager again at some points. And, yeah. There's a there's a lot going on here. Three different um, love stories, actually. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to say too no, much because I, yes, I don't want to spoil it. No, for, we, yes, we do not want to. We want to be a spoiler-free zone here. And, of course, when you talk <laughs> about a movie of this type, you're looking at Valentine's Day coming up. So some really good timing mm-hmm. here. Karen, what would you think would be the the main message or messages that are being sent by heaven sent. Love is available um, any age and any stage of your life. Um, And that is including God's love as well. And um, there is healing and hope after love. Karen Abercrombie here on The Intersection. You can find her online at KarenAbercrombie.com, and you can learn more about the film through the PureFlix website at PureFlix.com. Next up on this edition of The Intersection podcast, it's Crystal Bowman. She is noted for her children's books and has written adult nonfiction as well. In our recent conversation, she shared about two books she has co-authored addressing topics of relevance to children, One is, I love you to the stars, when grandma forgets, love remembers, offering encouragement for children who have loved ones with memory loss issues. There's also who God wants me to be, which is designed to motivate girls to follow God's plan for their lives. With some comments relative to that book, here now is Crystal Bowman. We have four girls and they each imagine three different careers because one thing that I discovered in doing research is that 80% of college students change their major at least one time. Hmm. So what we wanted to do is to get get these young gals thinking about it, but also not putting the pressure on them that you have to decide now, you know, are you, you know, and that, uh, and then, and then of course the most important message, which is, you know, bold in the title, who God wants me to be, you know, I'll keep uh, one of the lines that uh, is one of the phrases that is repeated is, I'll, I'll keep trusting God, and then I will see exactly who he wants me to be. So it's just a fun book. The illustrator, Sandra Edie, did just a fantastic job. We have everything from, you know, a doctor to someone to an architect, someone who designs hospitals, um, a Spanish uh, teacher, 
Sunday school teacher, a dentist, um, working at a, a, a food, uh, food shelter, um, artist, musician. Uh, we even have a gal that shows her painting houses and she wants to, she wants to provide houses for families who need houses. And so just, um, and working with service animals. And then, of course, we included the stay-at-home mom because we place equal value in that, uh, in that career as, as any other career. So it's just a really, really fun book just to get girls thinking. We've had a wonderful response to it, especially from mothers. They said, oh, my daughter just loves this book. And, yes, it is for girls because um, <laughs> the – you know, when I went to college, I basically had two choices. I could be a nurse or a teacher, and those are both wonderful, wonderful vocations. And I went into education and have absolutely no regrets. I would choose it again tomorrow. Uh, but we just want girls to realize that um, there, there aren't limits anymore on, on what, what they can pursue, what they want to be, what they can dream of being. Um, but most you know, first and foremost, who does God want you to be? Yeah. How, you know, let God direct your path, and you don't have to decide now. Sometimes people can use certain characteristics or, or backgrounds mm -hmm. as barriers to fulfilling yeah. God's call and from, yeah. you know, pursuing certain occupations. What you're essentially saying is that, you know, Everyone has value. Everyone has abilities. And mm -hmm. so don't allow, if I can say it like this, don't allow maybe your past or who you think you are to determine your present and your future. Is that right. kind of related to that? Yes, yes, very much so. And um, on the back, uh, there's a picture of a, of a girl uh, astronaut. And so he said, literally, the sky's the limit. You know, we've, we've had women in space. But one thing I want to really make clear is this is not a male bashing book. This is not a feminist book. This is not we're better than men. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. Nothing could be further from the truth. It's just um, to, to encourage and inspire uh, young gals. And um, uh, it, it, like I say, it's getting a great response, uh, mothers and daughters. And um, we might do one for boys, too. It just depends. But um, this was something we both Michelle and I felt that, um, you know, our choices were Michelle is younger than I am, but she said even at, at you know, in her generation, um, choices were still very limited. And, um, and so anyway, it's it was a dream that Michelle had. It took us five years to finally find find the right home. And um, we had a lot of interest Um but it finally ended up with Waterbrook, and they did an absolutely beautiful job. It just landed it landed where it was supposed to be, and I was um, really humbled that Michelle uh, brought me into this because this has been on her heart for a long time. Crystal Bowman here on The Intersection. You can find her online at crystal, with a C, bowman.com. This is the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House, and you can find out more through meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org. Through that Meeting House homepage, you'll find a link to the Media Center. That's where you can go to listen to or download 
Full conversations with recent guests on the Intersection podcast, as well as the Meeting House radio program. You can also find links to the Intersection podcast to the Media Center, as well as its Apple podcast feed. Plus, there's a link to the Faith Radio YouTube channel through which you can watch video of Meeting House guests, including recently added video clips from the winter from the winter 2023 Christian Product Expo in Columbus, Georgia. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. There's also The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Conversations from The Meeting House can also be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast platforms. When you visit Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast platforms, search for Faith Radio Podcast. Moving on now on this edition of the Intersection Podcast from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Winter 2023 Christian Product Expo in Columbus, Lee McKenzie discussed her own experiences with walking through trauma in the strength of the Lord. As she relates in her book, She Seems So Normal, Shattered the Plastic Princess, Embrace Authentic Faith. From that CPE conversation, this is Lee McKenzie now. The impact of childhood abuse is it's, it's manifold, um, and it is shattering, and it is schismatic. It's one of those things that you don't realize until you're you know, four years into therapy how many facets of your life have been affected, whether it is um, just self-regulation and my emotional regulations, whether it is anger issues, resolving anger issues, whether it is eating disorders, numbing behaviors, poor coping mechanisms, um, the fact that every time I look I'm hypersensitive to light, sound, and the people around me. And I am great to hire if you need somebody to take care of your HD broadcast or if you need a handler or make sure everything's right on stage for the broadcast. But um, it, it's hard in real life mm. to, to deal with these things. Um, you know, when you're disconnected completely from your body because you've learned the gifts that God had given you to cope in dissociation, denial, and other things. So, um, yeah, it's, I'm still, we're still unearthing those dead bodies. <laughs> and it is, yeah, and it's very difficult to actually boil a number of years of working through this into a radio interview. But Absolutely. I did want to ask you, what has God taught you as far as what a key to experiencing his healing would be? achy that's there's it's so there's so much um i would say for me the key to the kingdom is forgiveness Mm. Uh, that's first and foremost for those who have done you wrong um and those who stood by and watched and allowed it to happen for those who offered you up i truly you know, as we have been forgiven much, we are to forgive others. Yeah. You know, how much shaken, stirred, you know, when we distill it down, I suppose to everything, I think that the true forgiveness in the knowledge of the truth and love of Christ, of what really happened, this isn't 
the cover-up. This isn't putting more makeup on and trying to make it look right. It's actually getting down to beauty-based zero to know what it is you're dealing with and seeing that Jesus Christ has been with you through the valley of the shadow of death. He's never left you. He's never forsaken you. And my job now is simply to, I go first, I'll tell you my hard story, mm-hmm. my messy story, so that maybe somebody else will feel that they're not so alone, that there's hope inside the church, that, that the church is the hope of the world, mm. that Christ is the hope of the world. But in order for the church to be able to minister to you, the church, you have to let the church in. And yes. that can be difficult when you have people that say they've been wounded by the church. Yeah. So how do you develop that vulnerability to allow others in to really see you how God desires for them to see you? I love that question, Bob. Um, I would say you we have to develop safe circles of accountability mm. inside of our spheres of influence. And I've seen this, we've seen this recently with all of the titans falling, the leadership of the church. Um, the idea is that there, how can we be accountable if we don't have safe circles? If there aren't places where there's no judgment, if there aren't places where there's truth and love, Um, And so for me, I look at it, and as an elder's wife, as a leader inside of the church, I had my inner circles, my safe couple. Uh And you give a little, and you see how they do with a little bit of the truth. And equally, I am the safe circle for many leaders. Um, You have to be a safe person, I think, sometimes in order to, yeah, to, to be able to find the safe people. Lee McKenzie here on The Intersection. You can find her online at Lee, L-E-I-G-H, McKenzie, that's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E dot com. Well, this is The Intersection podcast. More now from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Winter 2023 Christian Product Expo in Columbus, Georgia. I had the opportunity to connect with Greg Eby, the founder of the ministry Firm Foundation. He shared about the latest book in the Resurrected Faith series called Winning the Battle to Live What You Believe. Here now from that conversation is Greg Eby. I think one of the most important things that uh, winning the battle uh, to live what you believe is going to encourage believers to do is to realize we must stand together. We, we, We like to talk about our personal faith. And I illustrate that with what was a favorite scripture of mine uh, growing up, Philippians 1.6. He who began the good work in you will be faithful to complete it. And we personalize the scriptures as though Paul was speaking specifically to me, Greg Eby. Uh-huh. Hey, Greg, yeah. God is going to do this great work in you. And yet we forget that not just in Philippians 1.6, but throughout scriptures, time and again, the you is not singular, personal, but it is collective. It is plural. And so God is going to be faithful to do a good work in you, the church, as I am involved in accountable relationships with my pastor, with other believers. Then I'm in a place where we can pray one for another. We can encourage each other. And now God can do a work. And so it's through those relationships. And so the same is true with identifying the wolves and being accountable for our own actions. We can't do that in isolation. We need to come together 
and, and work together. I talk about um, everybody can be familiar and picture throwing a, a rock into a pond and it forms the ripples. I talk about the concentric circles of relationships that when we are contending, contending without being contentious, that we are doing mm. it in love. We're not wanting to destroy or tear down that wolf. We're wanting to identify them first and foremost that they might repent and turn from their sin and be, re be renewed. But if they choose to continue in that path, then in love for the rest of the body, then with the leadership of the church, they need to be identified and removed if needed from the church so that uh, the church continues to stand for what is right. Paul used that example for the believer caught in sexual immorality that he said, expel such a believer. And then later in 2 Corinthians, he's like, hey, he's repented welcome him back in mm. and so there's this the key is again those loving relationships when we love even the sinner the one that jesus would identify as a pray for your enemy and those who would despitefully use you when we love them then we are going to uh, work for their good mm. and you you think about the atmosphere of accountability that comes from being in as the bible refers to it the fellowship of the believers. And so if we are in that sense of communing one with the other, having a concept of the body of Christ, we really essentially hold one another accountable to walk in the, this living faith that you've been addressing. Yeah, and, and with over 30 years of ministry experience uh, inside the church and stuff, I, I, I see the 80-20 uh, principle at work uh, that, that, you know, churches are doing their best to try to build up small group ministries and uh, those types of things for discipleship. And but it doesn't matter what church you go to, if if you if you talk with with them, more than likely only about twenty percent of their people are engaged in those small group ministries, and eighty percent of them are coming to church on Sunday. They're not engaging with other believers outside the four walls of the church, and they're they're going through those religious motions. They think that they're spiritually alive but they need to be awake and they need to enter into those accountable relationships it begins within the family that fathers and sons fathers and sons mothers and daughters can talk with each other it says uh, Moses told the people of Israel in Deuteron Deuteronomy that these things are to be written upon uh, your walls upon the frontals of your forehead and you're to talk about them whenever wherever you go it, so that all begins in our homes and in our communities uh, and, and the church comes alongside to help build that up and strengthen it so that it becomes more natural mm. instead of something that seems forced or uh, put on. Greg Eby here on The Intersection. You can learn more by going to firmfoundationtoday.com. We are nearing the end of this week's edition of The Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House, and you can find out more through meetinghouseonline.info or through the programming section at faithradio.org. In the programming menu, click on The Meeting House. From The Meeting House homepage, you can connect to the Media Center. That's where you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on The Intersection Podcast, as well as The Meeting House program. You can find links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as its Apple podcast feed. You can also find a link to the Faith Radio YouTube channel, where you can watch video clips of Meeting House guests. Two blogs are accessible through the Meeting House homepage. One is The Three, with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. There's also The Front Room, with devotional thoughts and commentary from the Meeting House. 
And you can follow me on Twitter and access the Meeting House Facebook page. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info. Plus, you can go to the programming menu at the Faith Radio website at faithradio.org. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.